Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEELS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 281. There is light. And even though there's a lot of darkness in our world, that's kind of human created, but there are opposite forces of dark and light in the universe. Our minds, our lives, and our energy fields are like a garden. And if you don't plant flowers, what shows up are the weeds. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. I'm Allison Melody, and happy, happy Halloween to you. We're going to get right into the show because I am too excited for today's topics where we're going to talk ghosts, angels, Halloween rituals, and even channel some dead celebrities to see what they're up to now. Whether you believe or you don't, it's going to be a fun and fascinating discussion. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. All right, she is the Food Heals OG co-host, who is also the founder of CBD Fountain, Central Oregon's finest hemp CBD company. She extracts her own CBD oil and puts it into vegan organic ingredients to help you, your family, and your pets, and her brand new precious pup, Ernie, achieve the best health possible. Please welcome Susie Hardy. Hi, Allie. So glad to have you back in the studio. I know, it's amazing. It's best when you're in person, so I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Me too. And ever since she was a child, she has seen and sensed ghosts and spirits, and she's learned how to manage those experiences using the ability to connect with the angelic and other realms. I thought she'd be the perfect guest to explore the unknown with on today's Halloween episode. Please welcome psychic and fellow podcaster, Laura Powers. Hey, it's so great to be here, and we're talking about one of my favorite subjects. I'm so excited. Oh, my <laughs> Oh my God, we're so excited. This is like one of my favorite topics. I think it's one of Susie's favorite topics. Uh, just yeah. Talking about the unknown and the things we can't physically see in front of us. Yeah, which I think is actually most of the world in, yeah. in a way, like is this unseen realm. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's my jam and I love talking about it. And I love that Halloween time of year is a time when most people are like thinking about this and like having an awareness when maybe the rest of the time they aren't. <laughs> and the doggies are excited too. Yes, they are. And that's going to happen. Sorry, everyone. We've got two dogs in the studio, including Susie's brand and new one. And he's new. He's very he's, new. Sorry, how, how, mu- how many months? Three months. Three months. And I've only had him a week. Aww. So we're just going to throw him into the mix. Here we go. <laughs> and he's just following Jackson around like, are we going to play now? Are we going to play now? It's really cute. <laughs> All right. So Laura, when did you first realize that you could see ghosts? Well, 
I think I actually grew up thinking I was crazy. Um, so I like from what age did you like like pretty have little? An I mean, I remember asking my mom when I I think I was probably about seven if she saw things. I'm a very observant, and so I could tell that other people weren't reacting to what I was react or right. sensing. And uh, she, by her answer, I knew she didn't know what I was talking about. It so pretty much like ever since I was little, I was like, I better just not talk about this. And it really wasn't until I was in college that I got validation. A family friend described a ghost in detail that I'd seen but never told anyone about. Okay, so and, wait, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Go back. Yeah. Tell us one of your earliest memories of seeing or hearing. What, what Was it auditory or visual? All the time. I mean, so I'm clairvoyant, and sometimes that means seeing things in the physical reality. Like, I would, I was like the kid in The Sixth Sense where I would see ghosts and not even know that they were ghosts. Like they I looked, see dead people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what was one of your earliest recollections of like, um, oh, look at that? Yeah, I just, I just, it was happening all the time. And one of the things that would happen very frequently was at night, I, you know, you see with my third eye. So it would be like at night, I would see all this stuff. And I, I believe our minds, our lives, and our energy fields are very much like a garden. If you don't plant flowers, which shows up automatically are the weeds. So like a lot of the stuff I was seeing was quite dark. Wait, say that again. I know, that say was it more slowly because that's really, and, the reason I, and there's a reason I want you to say it again. Okay. Go ahead. Our minds, our lives, and our energy fields are like a garden. And if you don't plant flowers, what shows up are the weeds. Aww. So ghosts and demons, entities, things like that, the dark stuff is just going to show up. You don't have to invite it in. It'll just show up until you learn how to protect and clear your space. Uh, so, if I may just interject a personal story, my brother used to see ghosts as a child as well, yeah. and what you just said made a lot of sense because he he was born into a family. My mom, we we've we had lost family members. My mom used to see psychics. Like he was born into the perfect family for this. We'd have been like, who'd you see? Was it Uncle John? Yeah, like, what right, did they say? Right. But he was terrified. Yeah, because he didn't know. He didn't understand up. it, yeah. and he would see energy fields, and often at night. And he would come to my bedroom as a, we were both four, we were four years apart, and he'd be like, "Can I sleep with you?" He didn't tell me why. I'd be like, "No, creepo, go away." You know, like. And then when we found out later, we're like, oh my God, as a kid, how terrifying, but yeah. he had a gift just like you had a gift and didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching about this stuff because we don't go through like psychic school when you're little, we yeah. don't learn this stuff, but we should, I really feel like we should because, uh, you know, if you're already very psychic and you ha don't have the tools, it can be very difficult. And, and by the way, uh, you know, a lot of people like your brother, and myself, we, we never had to train, like this was just there. No. But I believe he didn't even want it. He really didn't right, want it. Right, because right. it's the dark stuff that shows up, right? Until you learn how to bring in the light, like the angels. That's so um, scary for a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, for me, like nighttime was often very intense because it would be like seeing like a reel of like horror movie images, like over and over again. This is my worst nightmare. I don't even watch horror movies. I don't <laughs> want that in my brain space. Yeah. And so that can happen a lot for people that are already very psychic, but even for those who maybe aren't automatically having it with training, they can learn to access, you know, not, not the scary stuff, but the, the light stuff, their guides, their yeah. intuition. So I think it's really, really How did empowering. you deal with that as a kid with the dark I stuff? I just tried to block it out. I mean, I, I think the only reason I didn't have more issues is because I think I'm, I'm pretty tough and like, you know, hard to scare, I guess, you know, <laughs> because yeah, but I, I just remember being like, I'm just going to try to ignore this best I can. But I didn't, it, it was pretty tough until I learned how to call in angels. And then like everything changed very dramatically. How did you learn how to do that? Um, I went to psychic myself when my life was basically falling apart. And I had tried to block everything out, which a lot of people, I don't know if your brother ever did this, but a lot of people that have these abilities, they, you know, the dark stuff, and they're like, wow, I don't want this, this is traumatic. And they just try to block it instead of learning how to 
clear out the stuff that isn't good, like weed your garden basically, and then plant the good stuff. And so that's what I did. I went to psychic because I was pretty lost and confused. And she explained to me how when I blocked out my abilities, I blocked out the good too. He did. And, that's what he did. And that's what she said. Yeah. And then I, you know, said about taking classes, psychically opened back up, invited angels in because I'd never known to do that before. And immediately had this incredible angelic visitation experience. And like my life changed like very dramatically and very quickly after that. Wow. And that's what you help people do now who have this gift. Yeah. So I teach psychic development classes. I teach group classes. I teach one-on-one training, especially um, over the phone and online. So I have clients all over the world. Um, I have seven books on this stuff. So my book, Diary of a Psychic, if you want to learn more specifically about different abilities, how they manifest, practice exercises you can do on your own, my book, Diary of a Psychic, has all that stuff in there. That's like the first book I ever read on this was called Adventures of a Psychic by Sylvia Brown. And it blew my mind. You remember Sylvia, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's fascinating. And I think it's very helpful that you're able to do what you do and help others. And I think for those of us who don't see them, I mean, I have had some experiences that I cannot explain, but I can't say that I see them on a regular basis. I've definitely, there was one in North Carolina, I saw clear as day, and then I saw his grave. And I was like, holy shit. But other than that, I don't experience it on a nightly basis. And I'm not trying to call ghosts into my life. But I am trying to cultivate a more loving relationship with my spirit guides and angels and all of that type of thing. And I love that you help people do that. So I would love to hear, you know, any advice you have, because it is Halloween, the darkness is out there. Tell us about that. And then how we can protect ourselves. Because, you know, I'm going to walk down Santa Monica Boulevard with all the people. (laughs) It's a lot of energy. It's so much fun. But there's a lot of dark energy, too, as much as there is celebratory energy. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So I'd say I think this is just a time of year when the veil between the worlds is thinner than normal. I think it just has to do with the time of year. Like it's, it's Scorpio time, which is about the unseen you know, kind of being hidden coming so forward. So it is more to do with just celestial timing as opposed to us being open to it, I guess. Yeah, both. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, depending on which hemisphere you're in, obviously this varies, but I think it's also the time of year things are getting darker here in the northern hemisphere. But again, in terms of astrology, that's regardless of, of which hemisphere you're in. I think that's what's happening during Scorpio, for example. And I mean, this cultures all over the world have this, you know, we have Halloween, All Saints Day, Dia de los Muertos, I mean, this is something that's celebrated universally and I think there's a fun element to the darkness and to the scariness that's why we dress up in costumes and we like I think it is fun yeah Yeah. it's my favorite holiday I recently (laughs) saw that movie the Pixar movie about Dia de los Muertos and the oh yeah Coco Coco thank you I finally saw it it was beautiful and like having multiple loving loved family members that have crossed that have died that are on the other side that I have felt like have been around me or have had connected through psychic experiences and dreams. Yeah. Like I've connected with my mother in a dream. Mm-hmm. I connected with an uncle in a psychic reading where just I find all of this super fascinating. It's been brought up to me. My mom, Like I said, my mom had, and my aunt, who's her twin, had psychic experiences since they were very young, premonitions and seeing ghosts. And then my brother was very young knowing that he has seen them and just, I'm, I'm always, and I've not really had, you know, so much of a direct connection as more like intuitive uh, experiences, but, but I'm always fascinated by people that can connect to people that have crossed over. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the amazing thing is so many people have these abilities, but they just have never tried it. So I teach classes and over and over again, it'll come up where, People are like, oh, you know, I'm just kind of curious, just want to try it out. And then we start doing psychic exercises, and they're like super psychic. 
That's you know, cool. imagine like if you had some kind of, uh, you know, affinity, but you know, you know, what if you're an amazing painter, but you never tried to paint or, you know, that this can happen where people have, you know, really strong abilities that they've never tapped into. So if it runs in the family, you probably have it. And I bet if you were to take some, you know, psychic development training that you might be amazed by what came out in my case, I'm just very clairvoyant. So there's lots of different Claire's the Claire's are the different psychic abilities. Yeah. So clairvoyant is seeing means clear seeing in French. Um, and then there's clear audience, which is hearing there's, um, claircognizant, which is when you just know things. Clairsentient is feeling like basically when you feel emotions and energy. And so everyone manifests differently and even clairvoyance, for example, a lot of people can have it, but they have to learn how to use that mechanism. So it's in the pineal gland, which is in the brain. And even when I was uh, young, you know, I, I, I would see things, but when I was getting my training, it took me a while to learn how to use it on purpose because it would have come in, it would just come in. Because it's not necessarily at that time going throughout your daily life of an asset. It's kind of like a distraction oh, or like, a, I was oh my like God. trying to ignore it because right. I was like, wow, this is unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to see that. And by the way, guys, this is something that I think is so interesting, especially during Halloween time is like these entities and kind of things are more active during this time. But just like, you can see illusion with your physical eyes. You can with your third eye as well, which is so interesting. So one time I was seeing this like scary looking demon guy. Like he had like, like, have you seen the movie Legends? No. Okay. So it's with like Tim Curry and Tom Cruise. It's a crack up if you want to check it out. But, I'm already scared. Um, Tim Curry is always scary. Tim Curry <laughs> plays this demon and he's like red skin, the big black horns, oh giant. That's like what I was seeing. And I'm like, wow, this is really scary looking, right? But something. Just hanging out in your living room? Like, where were you seeing? <laughs> yeah. I was in my house, in my, but I was seeing this being oh and they God. would, ju- they could move around and show, just show up wherever, right? And, and connect with you kind of energetically. But something about the energy didn't match. And so, like it didn't feel like this big powerful demon, and so I asked my angels and spirit guides to show me what it really was or what it really looked like, and I saw this tiny little thing that was projecting the image of this giant demon. So it, it, well, wow. a lot of times when people have like mental illness or they're really struggling with some of the stuff, if they're um, very clairvoyant, they are being presented images that are not even psychically real. Just like someone in our physical reality can show you a movie or can show, it's not real. That's not actually happening. You know, there's illusion with with clairvoyance as well. Now, if you're so, there are studios on the other yeah. side making giant projections. Of it's what the Wizard it? of Oz. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. It was like the Wizard of Oz, except it's not a movie. I mean, it's just psychically they can just create that image. Like, yeah. it's like they VR. Can just, yeah, they can just mentally be like look at that, you know? Um, and the one gift that is not going to be influenced that way is like, if you're an empath or a clairsentient, which is feeling energy, like energy doesn't lie. Feelings don't lie. So you can't fake that. So that's why when I saw this image and the energy feeling didn't match this kind right. of scary looking right, thing, right, right. if you don't have training, you might be seeing all this stuff and be like, just taking it as truth. Cause you're seeing it even though it's still being, it's still illusion, even psychically. Well, I promised Food Heals Nation that we would talk about some celebrities and check in with them and see how they're doing. But first, I just want to ask you, do you guys know the concept of the 27 Club? 
Yes. Okay. No. So it's a group of people, mostly musicians, who all died at the age oh, of 27. yes. Okay. And I don't believe this is a coincidence. So I want to know what it is. So I made a list of some of them. So I'm just going to tell you who they are. Kurt Cobain, 27. Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Brian Jones from the Rolling Stones, Ron, who they called the pig pen from the Grateful Dead. And there's a bunch more people who all died at the age of 27. And I want to know what is the reason. This drives me crazy. Okay. The, the, I, to be honest, I can't say that I have the answer to this. I, I mean, I think, I think there's various aspects. I think that when you get to a certain point in fame and visibility, sometimes you, the, the darkness attacks you until you learn how to have boundaries and protect yourself mm-hmm. until your openings are smaller. And then the other thing I'm not, by the way, I, just to be clear, I'm not saying that these people did this, but there are deals with the devil at which at a certain point your time was going to like Whoa, run wait, out. Stop. And like, there are uh, deals with, with the, the devil? I, would say the, I wouldn't say the devil, but like demons or, or be, the dark, dark beings that can... So I'm going to be famous. You're going to have my soul, that type of thing. Yeah. And it, although I would say it's not necessarily like they have your soul, but maybe in exchange for certain things, certain other things will be given. Oh my God. Yeah. So I've, I've witnessed certain people where I was like definitely a deal with me. So this can be made with, you know, demons or entities or How do I gin? make a deal? No one's ever come gin. to me no. and been like, hey, just, do you want to make a deal? You just to be a clear. Too white light. Just to be clear, I don't recommend making these deals because a deal like this is never going to be in your favor. Yeah. I mean, I know that from the movies and stuff, but it's just like, hey, why not me? You didn't try? I mean, you don't know what I, what I would have said. But but I think a lot of times when a, pers- a, cer- a, devil a person's light is... <laughs> When a person's <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Dell's not into vegans. <laughs> when a person's light is so strong, like the dark wants to pull them down. So I think that can happen a lot too. The dark does want to pull us down. And so what are some things we can do to protect ourselves? So I'm a huge advocate of working with angels. Uh, Archangel Michael is an amazing protective so- angel. Well, I'll just say one more thing, which is that we have to release any patterns or behaviors in ourselves, which are openings or conduits for the darkness. So that can vary for different people um, and it can change over time. For me, uh, as I was getting more visible, uh, I was guided to stop drinking and I, I stopped and I, I had things start to happen. Like I would get roofied or, you know, things like that. And it was just showing In me order like, to tell you, you need to stop. Right. Oh my God. Um, and then, I, I don't get roofied. And then even another <laughs> one would be like, holy shit. Um, another one would be like, we talked about just, we did another recording um, earlier, which was about uh, I talked about parasites so that was another thing like that's negative parasitic energy feeding on me so I need to release that in order to have well, more protective energy parasitic, parasites too even in human Absolutely. beings right yeah well when I went through this big parasite cleanse I also ended up releasing a lot of you know human relationships that were I think unhealthy so there's there's yeah. so anyway when you anything that um, is a magnifier so fame um, wealth beauty, you know, power influence. These are all like magnifiers and anything that is a magnifier will then increase your sort of openings for the dark, if that makes sense. And you have to like shore those up or you could have issues, bigger issues. Was Kurt Cobain murdered? (laughs) All right. So I, what I'm going to say here is that I did it. That's the one you picked? Okay. He's in the 27 club. I don't know. 
I did yeah. a Kurt Cobain uh, channeling, which you can read. I turned into a blog post, and you can read it on my uh, the blog page of my website, healingpowers.net. I'm so excited. And you can read there. And, and what I'll say is just kind of let his words speak for him because... and So, yes. Uh, <laughs> Courtney Love murdered him. I, I'm just going to say... What? We're um, just having fun. You didn't see that documentary where they, like, prove that he, she murdered him? It was no. so good. It's on I, Netflix. I, I would just say read, read the post, what he said in his words, and I'd say that he... He talks about how he didn't see things accurately and struggled with with. That's a lot of people with depression, right, or or psychological stuff. And I mean, do you think that? I, I have a lot of questions for you. I, I will. Before. One thing I will say, uh, just without being super overt, is that there are a lot of things that don't make sense about his death, and I'll just leave it at that. Watch the documentary. I'm trying to find out what it was called on Netflix. It's not. The, it's it not Washington the main Bleach? one. Was it Washington? Let me look it up. It's not the main one. It's the other one where they basically prove it. Okay, let me see if I can find it. Soaked in bleach. Or soaked in bleach. You got it. Okay, I think that's it. Watch it anyways. Okay, sorry. Go so on. My, my general question about, because you mentioned the dark side, the darkness. I always, at this stage of my life, thought that that was kind of human created. That, And this is just my spirituality that there is light, and even though there's a lot of darkness in our world, that's kind of human created. But you're saying no, that there are opposite forces of dark and light in the universe. Yeah, Go I mean, on. I by the way, I'm not Christian or Catholic, but in you know the Book of Genesis, you know, God separated the darkness from the light, and I believe that that's true. That happened, and there's a a purpose for it. I mean, the darkness always has something to teach us, right? So um, while it can be very unpleasant, whenever we get pulled into the dark and some, something is revealed, there's something right. that we learn. So that's not to say we should just dive right into the darkness all the time or whatever <laughs> in terms of like energetically, but there's always something that is being shown in its own way. But yeah, no, I, I see but that there are these actively two different forces for sure. Okay. So then you've seen that in your own, that you felt that or seen that in your own experiences versus just the, because I look at ancient writings from the Bible and and around that as kind of like, okay, well, that was a different time and they're not necessarily more spiritual or more open psychically than we are now. Um, And they also wrote, like, had stories that they then wrote down hundreds, if not thousands of years later. Right. So I don't look at that as necessarily proof, but I believe you in your personal experience. Yeah. So I, you know, I've seen and um, had Demons the experience of, yeah, fallen, <laughs> fallen angels, entities that feed on darkness. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of shades of gray as well. Like it's not that everything is pure light and pure dark. Yeah. The truth is that there's a lot of gray, um, but there are some forces. <laughs> probably <laughs> even more, probably even more. But there are, there, there are definitely, you know, beings that are dark and feed on darkness. And I think of these beings as like energetic parasites that feed yeah. on yeah. fear. See, that makes more sense to me than stress, the Bible, anxiety. Honestly, from mm-hmm. my perspective. Like yeah. because I've they, they they need a certain kind of food. they they derive energy from fear. They derive energy from pain. And they are going and trying to get that energy however they can. And they will also try to influence things to maintain their food source. Can so, they be useful? In terms Ex- of the, except for uh, making deals with them, that's what I'm saying. As <laughs> lessons, like we learn, sometimes we learn um, spiritual truths yeah. through connecting them, but but not in the sense of like, are they going to help you move forward in no. your your life goals or something? <laughs> no, I have to say no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I would like to ask about 
people who are seemingly happy and funny and get everything they want and then they commit suicide. Like, let's check in with like Robin Williams. Like what happened there? How is he? Is he in the light? Oh, um, so he's another one that I channeled. So if you want to read that message from him, um, you, you can read that. I know that he did struggle a lot with depression. And I feel like a lot of comedians yeah, end up, absolutely. you know, going to comedy to mask and try to heal their pain. Mm. So even though I let you know, who doesn't love comedy laughing? When I sense into comedians, a lot of times I'm like, oh, there's a lot of pain there. Yeah. Um, so he's someone that was very empathic, very feeling is a very feeling oh, yeah. person deep so again read that um message and i'm not necessarily talking about robin williams right now but there are also people who are said to have committed suicide and they did not well um, we have had this conversation offline but yeah yes. yeah so i think it's a very convenient out for certain people that maybe are shaking up the status quo right or yes. um where there's someone in power wants some silence, et cetera, where it's just a very easy thing to just say it was a quote unquote. So by the way, if I ever commit suicide and putting that in quotes, (laughs) I did not. You were murdered. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Me three, bitches. It's all on the record. None of us are going to kill ourselves. Okay. Jeffrey Epstein. What's the deal? (laughs) Oh, she went there. You're getting political while I'm gone. I mean, literally, I know what I think. I've heard he's in Israel. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Is he alive? Is he dead? Was he murdered? Or was it suicide? Those are my questions. I, I, (laughs) this is, this is one of those things I'm getting not to say. (laughs) Because we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about it. Um, I, I guess I'll just say that the, it's not what it seems. Yeah. And that the, the news, how it came out was like. Hmm, a bunch there's of some suspects information, but yeah, there's a lot more out there. Okay, wh- what's a celebrity that you can tell us about that you're like they're doing so well on the other side? They're well, Robin so happy. Williams is amazing. I mean, okay. just to clear to, to be clear, a, I, yeah, he was one of the few people, famous people, that passed away, and I was like, I per- personally so sad for because he brought so much light. And as a performer myself, like, oh my god, and yeah. he was so talented across the board. And you talk about comedians, like. I always love, when I was living here in L.A., going to see stand-up comedy because it brings such joy. Even when it's bad, it's still good. It's like pizza or sex, you know? (laughs) But, like, and I never had the the courage to do it myself because it is, when you do fail, it's so harsh. And so the people that do go through it are, like, these really interesting characters. They have to be so brave and they have to develop such a thick skin. But at the same time, comedy always comes from pain. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. It doesn't come. It's not happy meets happy meets happy. It's, and it's based pain. On truth. Tur- yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's why it's funny because people can be Relate like, "Oh, I felt that," and "Oh, yeah, ha ha." And then they, but it's and then it's healing, right? But it is so like I've never met any comic or even yeah, you know, it, it always comes from pain. Yeah. So to your question, Allie, two of the people that uh, started coming forward when I started channeling right away, where I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're here!" But there's they were so fun and had an amazing journey, and that's. Um, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. Oh my God, I love them. Yeah. Did they have a martini in their hands? <laughs> no, they This is the perfect place to drink. They were very much like in that, like, we're performing, we're having fun, we're singing. Yeah, and they, th- I feel like that's, you know, how they are. Do they come to you because you're also a performer and a singer? Like, why did certain people come to you? I think some of it has to do with, you They're know, past life relationships. Gig. And also, <laughs> yeah. Susie, what did you say? They're looking for a gig. <laughs> but 
actually, Lauren's in a way, channel them in karaoke tonight. In a way, you're right. In the sense of, you know, when a spirit crosses, they are still looking to teach and influence and share. Yeah. So even though they can't do it directly through their body, they will communicate with those who can get their message across. So in my case, like I'm going to share their message. So I get a lot of spirits waiting to talk because they want it. They want to communicate still. They still want to give their message. And what about Wayne Dyer? In one of my writing courses, um, like half the people in the course have channeled him because he's so spiritual and everyone's writing these spiritual memoirs. And they're like, Wayne Dyer came to me and I'm like, can he come to me? What the fuck? Yeah, I've channeled him as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by the way, I have a book that um, I have not released it yet, but it's uh, in process about channeled messages from celebrities on the other side. But yeah, he's another one, again, not wanting to stop teaching. Teaching, yeah. Right. And when you're a spirit in the light, you're not limited by time and space the way that we are. So yeah, they could talk to like everybody. They right? don't have to put it on their to-do list. Laura Powers. Yeah. Allison Melody. Check. He's just like giving it all the goods. Yeah. Yeah. It, a ghost will not be that way, but a spirit in the light will be able, just like an angel will be able to communicate with many, many you know, people at the same time, quote unquote. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Halloween parties to go to and karaoke to get to. So Yay. let's wrap up. But um, can you just quickly give us a little bit of insight into the difference between a ghost and the spirit, how to protect yourself on Halloween, where everyone can find you online? Sure. So a ghost is an earthbound spirit, which means their spirit is trapped here in the material plane. And there can be ghosts on other planets. So this, I'm talking about Earth now, but it, God. God, it could be like, we're just saying they're trapped in their Terra. Or, or, or I can't handle the much, next, that handle is. Right and then uh, a spirit in light has transitioned over to the other side, heaven, you know, whatever you want to call it. And so they're going to be operating from that sort of bigger picture and understanding than an Earth-based spirit or ghost. And and if you want to learn more about some of the stuff we talked about on, on this episode, my book, uh, Diary of a Ghost Whisperer, is just about ghosts. Ghost. And I, t- I tell stories about ghosts just growing up, you know, having these abilities as well as um, experiences through paranormal investigation, which I've done extensively. You're my new Sylvia Brown that <laughs> yeah, I'm actually yeah. friends with, which is how cool is that? Because I worshipped her growing up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do similar. And then my book, uh, Supernatural Survival Guide, it talks about fallen angels, you know, devils, demons, entities, jinn, um, which we think of as genies in our, you know, kind of Western terminology, but the, the correct name is I've, I've understood as jinn, fairies, you know, angels. You can learn all about that stuff in that particular book. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Susie, where can everyone find you online and buy some CBD oil, which we didn't get into today, but, no, but it was inappropriate. Very it was healing. <laughs> it can be healing, but more in the, in the physical realm, not in the ghost realm, but well, uh, does it protect against ghosts? No, <laughs> not, not going to make that of. claim at all. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Um, which is help your physical body here and now your meat suit, as I like to say, <laughs> uh, cbdfountain.com at CBD fountain on Facebook and Instagram. That's it. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Who else wants a free, fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door? Let me back up. The first time I went to Italy, I finally tasted real olive oil for the first time. It's not that I had never had olive oil before, of course, in the States, but the difference was I was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property 
in Ravello off the Amalfi Coast. It was an experience I will never forget. And I ended up shipping like six bottles of it home because I couldn't bear to go back to store-bought processed olive oil. Well, the same thing happened to TJ Robinson. He's also known as the olive oil hunter. He learned that olive oil packs the most flavor and the healthiest nutrients when it's fresh from the farm. And that's the problem with your typical like supermarket olive oil the olive oil is not fresh. They can sit on the shelf for months, years, growing stale. And that's why I'm so excited that I now get my olive oil direct from small award-winning farms. Thanks to TJ, who I just did an olive oil tasting with, which was so fun. I absolutely fell in love with their vibrant, fresh, grassy flavors. They're totally delicious. They're great on veggies, pasta, salad, you name it. And TJ has his fresh pressed olive oil club and food heals nation he will send you a full-size bottle worth 39 dollars of one of the world's finest most artisanal olive oils fresh from the latest harvest but he's only going to charge you one dollar to help cover shipping there's no commitment to buy anything now or ever it's his gift to food heals nation so you can get your free 39 dollars bottle for just one dollar shipping taste the difference taste the freshness you can go to get fresh 323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. See you next time, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately.